Yeah, music. What kind of crap is this? Wow. I've never heard that one before yet. That's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Open your mind and open your ears. What is this? This isn't new music. You just haven't heard it yet. There's just so many options. This is the Subgenrepedia. When you take a look at all the different kinds of jazz fusion combinations that exist within the subgenrepedia, there are so many unique combinations from all around the world that could make up this fusion. The more unique and abstract versions are quite literally what defines jazz in modern standards. The artist's creativity has no limits and are often meshed with the cultural inspirations, identities, and practices to make a multitude of different kinds of jazz fusion. Traditionally, jazz fusion is often associated with the term jazz rock that came into popularity in the 1960s and 1970s. This era of jazz fusion is heavily mixed with the rock, funk, psychedelic, and reggae styles mixed with elements of the jazz instrumentation. Often, the music includes electric instruments like synthesizers, electric guitars, pianos, and other rock instruments. Most also incorporated funk rhythms popular during this era that drove the groove and the pace of many of the jazz fusion albums. The two largest stylistic qualities of jazz fusion is the heavy focus on instrumentation and reliance on instrumental sounds without the need for the voice. Take a journey with me to the land of Japan, where we get to explore their own version of fusion jazz. This is Japanese fusion jazz. The genre combines elements of traditional Japanese music with jazz, funk, and rock. It is characterized by its use of traditional Japanese instruments such as the shamisen, koto, and sakuachi, as well as jazz instruments like the saxophone, trumpet, and piano. It often features improvisations and complex rhythms and is often seen as a bridge between the traditional Japanese music and modern jazz. Japanese jazz fusion takes this idea and puts it alongside what was popular within the country during the time. That genre was city pop. The music was filled with warm and lavish sound and had a heavy emphasis on the synth pop style of the 70s and 80s during this time in Japan. Prominent producer Tetsuro Yamashita was a large influence in making and recording his own Japanese fusion jazz albums. The new combination from the American influence of jazz in the upper classes with the city pop sounds of the newer generation was beautifully painted in the song Plastic Love by Yamashita's wife, Maria Takuchi. The song has garnered a new wave of resurgence in its popularity, and it is one of the most popular city pop and jazz fusion hits in the recent decades. What many do not know is how the genre generally remained within the country until it was introduced through nothing else than the cultural phenomenon that took the world in the 1980s by storm, video games. Koji Kondo was a head composer at this small Japanese video game company 
in the early 1980s that produced a couple prominent games. Maybe you heard of it. Does Nintendo ring a bell? Yes, that's right. Japanese Jazz Fusion's popularity had much to do with the video game industry in Japan. Kondo was the head composer for the original Super Mario Bros. game and the Legend of Zelda series at Nintendo, and much of his influence came from hard rock, Japanese jazz fusion, and American jazz that was seen prominently in most of his work. The Japanese jazz fusion band T-Square is one of few recognizable bands that influenced his work. Maybe you can pinpoint what classic video game theme this Japanese jazz fusion song inspired. The PlayStation Classic racing game, Gran Turismo and Gran Turismo 2, released in late 1990s by Sony, was one of those video games. The game was one of the most influential games for the console gaming industry in that it designed the original DualShock controller and heavily implemented analog sticks, and it provided not only that consoles could host serious racing games, but that gamers were ready for much more than the arcade ports in their living room. The Racing Classic was made with no licensed music on the game's soundtrack, and all of the tracks were composed in-house by Masahiro Ando alongside the video game composer Isuma Ohida. Unfortunately, most of Ando and Ohida's work was not heard by the mainstream UK and US consumers, having their compositions only released on the Japanese versions of the game. The theme song from Gran Turismo, Moon Over the Castle, was originally written by Ando and Hohaida, and has since been covered and remastered for every single version of the game. A classic example of the Japanese fusion jazz style is the self-proclaimed first Japanese jazz fusion band, Prism. In 1975, Akira Wada, Ken Watanabe, Katsutoshi Morizono, Daisako Kumi, Koki Ito, and Toru Suzuki founded the band, and while there is not much history on the band itself, they were still introduced to the world in a big way. Prism consisted of a rather inexperienced group of musicians signing themselves to Polydor Records, and they were the opening act on Eric Clapton's 1976 nationwide tour of Japan. A year later in 1977 was perhaps Prism's biggest year, releasing their self-titled debut album, which was so popular it caused a nationwide shortage. This was also the year in which the band had held their debut concert in Sugino Auditorium, which saw long lines of spectators wrap throughout the city of Meguro, etching the band in Japanese musical history. Recognized as Japan's most famous jazz fusion band, Cassiopeia, now in its fourth revamp under the name Cassiopeia P4, has been jamming out since its formation in 1976. Cassiopeia has debuted a multitude of different band members over the years, but through the 50 years, three keyboardists, two bassists, and six drummers. 
Issei Noru has remained the band's guitarist through it all. Noru and bassist Tetsu Sakurai started the band with music student Minoru Mokaya and drummer Takashi Sasaki, who then recorded Cassiopeia's self-titled debut album in 1979. Cassiopeia thrived on playing their live shows, and most listeners of the band will continue to say that the superior albums are the ones that were recorded live. The element of high energy that the band would create while playing live not only resonated on the audience members, but also on the listeners at home. This quintessential part of playing live is what makes Cassiopeia and other jazz fusion artists sound as good as they are. The improvisation, the groove, bouncing off of other band members, and of course, each instrument getting its own solo, in my mind, defines the jazz fusion subgenre. High energy seen in their shows translated into the personality of Cassiopeia as a band. One time, they even performed a whole live show where they called themselves Hediopia and played each other's instruments just for the fun of it. Or that one time they produced a live television special called Cassiopeia versus Cassiopeia, where the band portrayed a more traditional jazz band and they performed against, you guessed it, themselves playing their traditional jazz rock style. As the 70s left and the 80s came into picture, Cassiopeia developed their signature synth-heavy sound and their famous drummer, Akira Jimbo, joined the band. The development of the instrumental synthesizer like the Yamaha D7X was a major factor in this new sound and Cassiopeia was continuing to perform over 100 live shows a year and releasing an average of two albums per year. Now, in their fourth iteration of the band's life, Cassiopeia P4 is still bringing funky Japanese grooves to the world. This has been Japanese Fusion Jazz on the Subgenrepedia. I'm Alex Neal, and I hope you were able to enjoy the funky, video game-inspiring sounds that come from one of my personal favorite subgenres. Maybe you learned something new, or maybe you found a new favorite genre. Either way, there is always more to discover. I'll see you next time on the Subgenrepedia. Subgenrepedia.